What's up, folks? This is the Wise Soul Uncle Radio Show. On this episode, we sat down with the sneaker god, Jay Tips. He's putting out a new project, Hype Beast 3. Y'all definitely want to fuck with that. So, yo, listen to the interview. Make sure you follow Jay Tips on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at J A E T I P S J Tips. Follow the Uncle Radio Show at Uncle Radio Show. And the views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of. It's not what you think. Let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a house. Let me buy you a mink. I buy you the world, but that won't change what you think. When you hear I'm with bitches after I gave you a ring, I've been saving for something I thought that money could buy. But money don't change nothing, just fatten your lies. All these secrets I hide because I got too much pride. Sometimes I wanna just hide, sometimes I hope you just slide. You deserve something different, and I'm just like the rest. I'm the pain in your ass, and the pain in your chest. Yeah, love is a quest, and you love me to death. Anyway, yo, we got Jay Tips in the building. Jay Tips is, first off, first off. My, my my shoe game is never on a thousand. But if my shoe game was to be on a thousand, I really wanted to start flexing on y'all niggas. I would fuck with J Tips. I'm, I'm your guy, man. Yo, son, what's good, man? What's what's really good? Can't complain, man. Chilling, man. Living. Yo, not only is he living, <laughs> but he's putting out a new project. Hybees Three is on this way. Yep. Yo, what what? First off, just just all just real quick. When mm-hmm. what's what's the date for that? I'll tell you about what this date. Hybees Three is gonna be everywhere February thirteenth. Yo, so first, right before Valentine's Day. Yeah, day before. So, uh, strategically, like, why, like, why you chose that day? To be honest, before um, I made the announcement, it might have got pushed back like twenty times. <laughs> really? Like, I wanted to put put it out in last year August. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I was playing with dates. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how how would I be able to, you know, be successful mm-hmm. or it have success? Because um, Hype Beast Two came out last year in March. But yeah. You know, every and we talk time, we talk during that time period too. Folks, yeah. go back and listen to that interview. Yeah, uh, every time I um wanted to put a date behind it, it wasn't something else I wanted to write. Yeah, it was yeah, something yeah. else that I felt could complete it more. And after a while, when I was thinking of EP EP, it was just like, nah, I think this, I think I need like four more songs, and then we could put it out. Nice. So how much traps we got on it now? I'm 13. 13 traps. Yo, that's not that's my magic number, son. Anything <laughs> after 13, I, I know I start to zone out. I start, I start to zone out. Okay. Cool. So we talked a little bit off mic, whatever, about um the concept of the project, what are mm-hmm. some songs, and, uh, you know, what are some uh directions you went with it. So, like, I, one of the notes I put down here was, like, intimate, and I actually put in parentheses vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about, you know, how, like, deeper this project is than any other project you put out thus far um one of the most trusted critiques that i got from hypebeast 2 was that it seemed like i was holding back Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like i've always been uh real like i wear my emotions on my sleeves yeah 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 no no matter how how hard i may rap on some beats you know you can always tell where my mind is when it comes to certain things and when when i went into writing i just really was like I don't want to hear that because that's noticeable. That mm. this is just someone that's gonna bring it up to me, but there's probably a bunch of people that couldn't really connect because you know maybe they felt like I was holding something back. Yeah, you know. So I when I went in the right and I just really you know I just tried to go all out. Like I even told my girl like I was like, you know, I'm gonna let you know some things before I record it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm gonna let you know what I'm gonna say so you you know your reaction isn't shocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 How much? I mean, like you. 
how much of your your experiences since you started the mm-hmm. you know the the trilogy how much of your experiences added to who you are as a person and you know obviously reflecting into your music everything to be honest um i feel like everything i go through is how i write you know it's even it's even been points where I would hear something and be like, yo, I want to put my pen to this beat mm-hmm. ASAP. But I was like, you know what? I got this trip coming up. Mm-hmm. Let, let me write after I come back because, you know, I feel like music is is a, it's just like conversation. It's like what comes out is a reflection of what you put in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if you, you're going to write about kind of what you're going through, no matter which way you put it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything that I've been through from, you know, about to have a kid to raising a kid to, you know, feeling like you're on the verge for a long time and, you know, still just dancing on that line. You know, all of that is in the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, One thing, I mean, I, I don't know if this is a shared experience, but for me... Um, I'll be 29 this year. This we be dating this shit now. I'll be 29 this year. I've been doing the show before years in March, mm-hmm. right? I feel like this year more than any year, I've been like, you know what? I'm gonna do my show exactly the way I want to do my show. And if you mm-hmm. fuck with it, you fuck with it. And if you don't, you just you just don't. Yeah. You know? Is that like where you are now? One one hundred and twenty percent. Like, it's something that. It's hard to explain to people because people are always gonna tell you, you know, don't give up. You know mm. what I'm saying? Don't, don't take step back, steps back that you don't need to take. You know, yeah. it was it was a time where I wasn't happy putting the music out. Like I'm happy, I'm excited when I'm writing it. I'm in love with the process of getting it mixed and mastered, and you know, even I'm excited with the the title in it you know what i'm saying all that stuff makes me you know ecstatic but putting it out is just so frustrating because you gotta deal with the politics of people telling you you can't release on certain days Mm -hmm. you gotta deal with the politics of trying to get people to to you know write you you asking people to write about it you asking people to post it you um trying to get people's attention if Beyonce puts a pregnancy picture up. You got to worry about, you know, maybe I shouldn't drop the song today. Yeah, maybe You know, not, just yeah. a whole bunch of stuff went into it. And I just, you know, I was just like, you know what? I'm That stuff is not making me happy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I'd rather just put the music out and get 500 to 1,000 to 2,000 less views on my video or my song or whatever. Yeah. But make it feel good. You know what I'm saying? And not. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do, and if that don't work, at least I could sleep at night. Absolutely. Yo, side note, you still write? You still writing solo? It's still just it's just still just J tips on, on on team tips right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm still writing solo. I think that it's almost like the gift and a curse. Like yeah. I think I just work past anybody's help. Like I would mm. love help, but I just feel like the people that would love to help me, they probably just see me as like they wouldn't be able to do much for me. Yeah. And you know, it, it sucks, but. You know, at the end of the day, you got to stay positive about it. Absolutely. Nah, listen. I So I do. I also do another podcast called The PLC Report. Mm-hmm. And I ask this question to them more, you know, because most of them people are entrepreneurs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you, yo, you're, you are a fellow entrepreneur. Yo, mm-hmm. how many hats do you wear? Not just as an artist, but even as, yo, the plug for sneakers, the <laughs> plug for shoes, son. Like, how many hats, how many individual hats do you wear? Like, nah, social media, CEO. Yeah. Nah, I think, it's just three to me. I think I'm J-Tips, the sneaker guy. I'm J-Tips, the rapper. And then I'm J-Tips, the, the probably family man. 
most likely. And you know what's scary is that's really like like Clark Kent and Superman because sometimes I'm in certain environments and I'm just it's hard. I gotta turn into J Tips the musician, then I gotta turn into J Tips the people person that sells you shoes. And sometimes yeah. I'm the wrong person on the wrong day. Yeah, like yeah. it'd be a real music opportunity, but I'm still like chill, like you know. Especially when I sell sneakers uh-huh. to people that have something to do with music. <laughs> like sometimes I would really just, it's almost like, oh, I didn't even know you. I never seen you talk this much. And I'd be like, yo, because when I'm J-Tips the rapper, I'm anti-social. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nah, the crazy part about that is that I'm, I feel the same exact way. You know, yeah. I don't, I'm... I mean, actually, nah. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about it. I'm still like an antisocial person in general. There yeah. are certain moments, like or, or or regular moments, whatever, where I can be, you know, one on one with somebody, yeah. or even with a, you know, a couple people, or whatever. But mm-hmm. once you start adding the 10, 15, 20 people around me, I'm like, I start feeling claustrophobic. Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's mad voices around me. I can't. <laughs> ah, just nah. Definitely. But yeah, definitely wearing a difference hat thing, whatever. That's super important because it really adds to mm-hmm. who you are. If if someone if someone wants to come on and team tips and they can't do half of what you can do, it's like, well, why are you even here? Yeah. You know. Um. But I do get sometimes that you know having someone having to not focus on uh sending out press releases, mm-hmm. writing your own press release, then sending out press releases to people, yeah. hoping that they would post that. Like you, you know, as a creative. Being J Tips, the artist, as a creative, you should be focusing just on your creative stuff or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, leave the other, the business stuff or whatever to someone else at some point. I yeah. can see that happening. And, you know, the hardest part that even made me um, say, like, you know, not it's something I really need to change is you start to hear it in the music. You yeah. start to hear the resentment and, like, you know, F this site, F this writer, you know what I'm saying? These blogs, chicks, they think this. You know, you don't want to write about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, my writing process is a lot of what I'm taking in. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So if I'm sending a blog, I mean, a press release of to 800 emails and your open rate is 10%, you know what I'm saying? That's that sucks. Oh. And then that's just an open rate. Then you got like the the, the zero click, point click, zero, yeah. yeah, that's gonna click it. You know, it's it's frustrating still. Definitely. I just found out I was using MailChimp for my long. MailChimp now, if you have Gmail, it goes straight to that promo that promo tab. So mm. niggas don't even really see that shit in the inbox unless they go like, unless they have like their phone. I mean they have their Gmail linked to their phone number. So yeah. I mean, but why would they even know. click you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. why would you click that? You know, ah, man. Ah, man. Anyway, so, yeah, so, you know, you mentioned that, like, this, in with, with Hypebeast 3, this project mm-hmm. is more so, like, I explained to someone, like, who is J-Tips? This is, like, the, yeah. this, like, is this, like, the final introduction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think that um, on this one, I am who I am. I think this tape is, like, you're going to get used to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I think you kind of, you're going to understand the most who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, for, I mean, I, so I like I like trilogies. Mm-hmm. Um, for people listening, yo, if you are not familiar with, um, if you're now hearing J Tips for the first time, right, and you listen to Hype Beast Three, would you recommend someone listen to Hype Beast Three first and then go back to one and two, or go in order? Um, I'll probably tell them listen to two, three, and then one after because I think one you'll understand. How I got to three. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, on one, one, you know, the reception was good. I liked, I liked the way people re- reacted to it. But you know, 
you you could feel like this with even your podcast, or you could feel like this with anything you do in life. You're gonna you're gonna see what you needed to improve on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, absolutely. You know, when I made Hype Beast One, I had a million ideas, and you know, I started to begin. You know, towards the release date, just sacrificing another one, sacrificing another one, and then you know, you start. Almost like just realizing that you're the only one chasing a date. Like mm-hmm. you're the only one that's mm-hmm. saying this needs to be out on this date and stuff. And things weren't the music weren't wasn't as how I wanted it to sound. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, maybe the order wasn't exactly how I said at first. Like I wasn't really trusting my gut so much. Yeah. And it was saying things that I said I needed to do that I didn't do, like merch wise and you know, marketing wise and you know, I think with two, I said, you know what, it's not coming out until it's what I said I wanted it to yeah, be on yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, All right, and that's definitely a con- definitely not just a confidence thing, but more so also an mm-hmm. experience aspect as well. Yeah, you know, like I think people who are accustomed, um, who are accustomed to you and knowing uh, how you move, they know that merch come with your with with, with your yeah. projects. Merch come with the with your releases. So, what type of merch um, ideas do you have right now for uh, IB Three? Um. Right now, I'm just working on like basic stuff, like mm-hmm. the pins. Mm-hmm. You know, the pins. The pins. Your pins are monumental, son. Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I have, I have my two in my drawer in my crib right now. Yeah, and I got one for you right now. Hey, <laughs> but yeah, just the pins, hoodies, shirts, hats. You know, just real basic stuff, like nothing real cut and sew yet. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. got no jeans, <laughs> anything yet. J tip sweatpants, matching yeah. your matching your new sneakers. It's Yo, just, you know, I just, I just really think that it's dope to give something people they could hold yeah 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 nah i i i, I interviewed um i guess when this interview comes out i interviewed atari jones um last week mm-hmm. and basically what he was telling me was that you know the merch really like it's super important to an artist you know coming out right now it's particularly with the fact that a lot of artists are indie looking more so for distribution deals and actual deal deals or what we're accustomed mm-hmm. to like deals now right and the merch gives you gives it allows your fans to get to relate more to you whatever every time they yeah. see anytime i i see i think of pin now especially pin mm-hmm. with a project i'm thinking j tips yeah. you know every Thanks. single time <laughs> every time a, a hype beast comes out, i'm like oh shit a new pin is dropping you yeah. understand like you know it it, it connects it connects it more you know mm-hmm. so i think that especially and also from the from a perspective of making money you know mm-hmm. like you can sell you can sell your pins you can sell your hats whatever you can and that can you can flip that that con that money back into producing yeah. more content and you know like one thing me being a, a reseller when mm-hmm. i'm j tips the sneaker guy is you know you got to notice the profit margin as well yeah. like a lot of people are real CFO. envious. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are real envious of um you know the whole sneaker game but the profit margin is low like you sometimes you got to dish out 400 bucks to make 50 dollars you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and when you selling your own stuff like you getting it at wholesale you getting all this stuff like think about it like why wait for somebody to put money in your pocket when you can do it just like that like you i'm pretty sure every single artist is waiting for their fans are waiting for them to give them something that they can call their own you know yeah, yeah, yeah. saying i feel like like you said like every time somebody you see a pen you see something it reminds you of of j tips and that to me, that's the new way of somebody blasting music out the car. That's the new way. Instead of somebody handing out CDs, you give mm-hmm. it somebody something that they, you know, they could put on and they could 
that's your campaign right there. Yeah. And re- yeah, just a side note, folks, please stop giving me CDs. I don't even, outside of the CD player in my car, I dead don't have a CD player. Like, I actually <laughs> don't have a physical CD player. You know what I would really appreciate? Niggas, give me, give me a vinyl, B. You give me a vinyl, I will, I would probably hang that shit up in the studio or something like that. I'm, I'm yeah. quite positive. I, I want to make cassettes. Hey, give me a cassette. I Oh, I have a cassette player That's back there. That's an actual, so. like, tape, like, when yeah. you mix tape. Give me a, don't give me no fucking CD, bro. I'm, I'm just, I'm not with the shits no more. I'm really not. Uh, but yeah, so you know, you're, you're you've been a father now for was it two years? Or three yeah, years? my son is gonna be three this year. Jesus, son, that's, yeah, yeah. My daughter turns five in April. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? What happened? How we get here? But like, you know, um, three years in as a father, like, how how has that how has that changed you as a person? Um, a lot. Like, you know, I'm not really like the the throwback Thursday kind of person. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but. You know, if I whenever I do stumble behind like old videos or old like phone clips or something, yeah, you I don't even recognize that person. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I wouldn't see that that guy in the mirror and feel like that looks like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just it's changed me so much. Like I've just grown with time, like wine. Like you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like I'm just so wise that it's not even forced. Like you know, a lot of guys yeah. get real intelligent. When they gotta, <laughs> when it's time to get interviewed or something, you know what I'm saying? It's just I can't really shake it. Like yeah. even going into the music, sometimes I think like, damn, like I've I've grown so much that it's hard to be able to dumb it down at all. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just being a dad is everything to me, yo. Like mm-hmm. I, this is the number one thing, number one priority. Yeah, I you know I we have men. You mentioned that um, a lot of your political views steps into your music, especially mm-hmm. in this, in this project now. Mm-hmm. Right. So how, um, I guess the, the best question is from, a you know, being a father, was that what got you more into politics or is it the times that we're in or a combination of both? Um, I would say being a father made me aware of mm-hmm. my surroundings, but I feel like the times we in like this climate is you can't really control what, what draws you in. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. It's really what we're going through, you know, as Americans, as just the human race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's I can't I can't control how much I want to educate myself because I want to I want to educate other people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like to me, I've always wanted to be just like a teacher, mm-hmm. you know. And I can't really tell my son things, or I can't inform my peers of things if I don't know the truth. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like then we just screaming at each other about opinions and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Now, I definitely can agree to that. Um, I find that um, I I learn stuff or I read more now, particularly about things that have happened, even in the past, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, history doesn't repeat itself. I read more in the, just so that I could, you know, if someone comes to me, whatever, we have to have a conversation, I can get past all the talking points of, oh, yeah, you don't like this because of your position. I like this because of my position. But, okay, now how do we find the middle point? Because, yeah. like, there's something that you really, that's really, like, your core issue with this whatever, and mm-hmm. let me see if I can address that. Because if you can address yeah. that, you can change someone's mind. Yeah. I feel like the solutions to everything is really in our mind. It's just we got to find it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where I'm at. Like, I, I want to get to the point where I know how to fix problems instead of just addressing them, addressing them nonstop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's draining. It, 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 incredibly draining. Like, I realize, I mean, <clears throat> it's very easy to find someone on Twitter to educate about some shit. Cause, yeah. You know, Twitter is a place where there's there's such a wide variety of people. Like, some people are, like, super-duper woke. 
and some people are like blissfully ignorant yeah. and we're all con- we're all like having a conversation on this one platform yeah. and at any moment you could like run into somebody and just be like you you tweeted some shit it might even not you might even have been like an accident tweet or something that you said but in a string of tweets or whatever and people don't see that shit and they jump all over your conversation yeah. you know and like you I, i've found that i've kind of shied away from those conversations now on Twitter because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I could educate you in little short conversations like this yeah. more so than trying to educate you in 140 characters. Yeah, Twitter's hard for me, yo. Like, I can't... You know, I go on Twitter and I want to express myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But Twitter to me is turned into like a big group chat. Yeah, Like, it's hard yeah. for you to jump into Twitter and not chime in with what you're seeing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as you get on Twitter, if you see people talking about like some sneaker shit or you see people talking some Trump shit, you see people talking some, you know, podcast drama or yeah. TV drama. It's really to the point where it's like I can I can stand on my, my own and not get no retweets so I could chime into what they saying and, and you know you shouldn't be going for retweets. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. you said, it could just be an accident tweet and mm-hmm. you know, you, you just started up a big discussion and yeah. you it's hard to not always reply and all that type. Of yeah, shit. you know, I've gotten very selective with my with like my reply game because yeah. like not everything not everything deserves an answer. Yeah. You know, like it's some people. I mean, I, I mean, even tr- even like the whole even like the whole troll concept. You know, like mm-hmm. you could honestly like someone that I you could be dead ass about something and someone that would troll you and yeah. you answering them thinking that you trying to educate them. And that nigga that just don't give a fuck. They just they just doing this shit for kicks and giggles. You know. Yeah. So uh, it's weird, but. Um, I'm gonna try and address this political shit without talking about Trump. Not because I don't think he's like someone that needs to be discussed, but I feel like there's yeah. deeper conversation that can happen outside of you know you. that fuckhead nigga. <laughs> so basically, um, right now, because of whom is in the White House, right, or who is in the White House, mm. um, a lot of shit is happening in a political climate. You know, just ha- hashtag no ban, no wall. Yeah. Um, I, it was crazy. I ain't even like processed that hashtag until I used it again today. Mm. And it's like no ban regarding Muslims, no wall regarding Mexicans. It's yeah. really like a fucking war against two different people at the same time. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't get it. And then, and shit is Black History Month now. I ain't even addressed that shit in the beginning. But yeah, happy Black History Month to everybody tuning in right now. But, um, I feel like I like we coming up at some point in time, like, you know, the, the, the White House, the administration itself is going to have something to say about whether it's Black Lives Matter or yeah. how people are protesting or, or what. It's like you sleeping in a trap house. You know, the door's going to get kicked in. Soon. Son, <laughs> son, yeah. this shit is this shit is stressing. You know, how have you like dealt with it as, as a like how have you have how have you dealt with it from a self care perspective for yourself? For your family, for your son, it's tough to talk about, you know, on any on any level, personal conversations, off mic, anything, because a lot of times, you you want all the facts. You know, I'm the kind of person that I don't I don't even like speaking about things unless I know enough to yeah, sound yeah, yeah. sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's like it, it's almost like it hurts. Like the more the more that comes out, you just you just start to feel worse. Like you're yeah. like Jesus Christ. Like how can this be happening? You mm-hmm. know. Like, how can it just continue to be this domino effect? And like you said, like, that's something that I think about every day, especially living in New York City. Like, all the stuff that's going on where all the stuff is happening 
where you know you threaten in other countries mm-hmm. you threaten we, we, we got an X right on our, right on the map for New York you know, son. If, like come if on we we not gonna be able to turn on the TV and see what happened it's always gonna happen to us yep. so yep it's we really it, it's tough to know that you could just you could wake up and you be in the middle of a another disaster you know especially living in New York City it, it that scares me the most yeah. Man, it's tough. Like you gonna all that stuff you see on Twitter gonna come to life. Yeah. What's crazy like, is that's that tough like, to me. I've I mean, like you see you see shit about like Aleppo. I think Aleppo's in like Ill- Libya, mm-hmm. whatever. Um you see uh, you see like war torn countries. You see like I think like they had like this coop in fucking Turkey sometime last year. Mm-hmm. You know, in Paris mad shit happened last year. I mean and even the year before that, you know, it's just like this that that could be right here at yeah. any point in time. At literally at any point in time. It's crazy because I had this conversation with my mom's like um, maybe three weeks ago or so. And I was like, yo, if something happened, we can go north. Like mm. we're going to get in the whip and we're going to try and find a way to get north because we have to, we're going to have to have like an escape route. We shouldn't yeah. have to think about an escape route mm-hmm. to, to from for, for whatever reason, you know, like yeah. whether some country tried to bomb us or we. You know, uh, I mean, shout, shout out to shout, shout out to Sinead for this, whatever. But yeah, steel beams don't burn. You understand? Yeah. Like, you know, if it's some if it's some homegrown shit, like how it, it it's a lot to deal with. It really yeah. is a lot to deal with, whatever. Like, what a, if you can, if you can tell us whatever, what what song do you think you address the political climate in the most? Um, it's actually a song that I have out that's not on the tape. Mm-hmm. I have a song called Black America, mm-hmm. and you know, I just I talked about little things about. Especially like I start the song off with like picture me stressing over Sally Mae. When I got homies living lavish that didn't graduate. When I got homies still dying in them alleyways. And I was like, I'm never going back to school and I won't hesitate. I was like, and then just, you know, just something like that. It takes me back to the point of, you know, we living in this, this world that we've been told that you got to do things a certain way. We've been trying. We've been. Tr- they've been controlling us since we were in kindergarten. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and you know it's tough. It's tough for me to to just ignore. You know my upbringing. You know what I'm saying. Like I've I've been around. I've been around things that made me question everything, and I was questioning things since I was seven, eight years old. Yeah. Like your mother telling you you're not gonna do this, you're not gonna do that. You go to school, they telling you you're not gonna do this, you're not gonna do that, and then you see the opposite. You know what I'm saying? You see the opposite of results. Like, if you be bad, you know, you're not going to see the reward. You see all the bad kids just come to school with the new Jordans on. Like, yep. what what am I supposed to say? Yep. You know, and, um, you know, in the song, I just continued to say, like, like my, my country don't love me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, um, and it, it's, you know, it's frustrating, yo. Even talking about it now, it's just, it brings up just the root of just feeling like, oh, like, we would be gone if we wasn't born here. Like, yeah. This shit is rough, bro. Oh man! All right, so you 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 mentioned you know diving like as you got more and more involved in the project, um, you lost you, you know, some of your hobbies. You, you fell off of some of your hobbies. Mm-hmm. You so jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. Right. Yo, that shit is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's me, but that shit like the weirdest thing that the weirdest hobby yeah. was on what have. Like, how did you get into nah, it? Nah, it's um, you know, when it came to. When it came to writing the project, like mm-hmm. I said, I was trying to open up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you're currently in a relationship, sometimes you got to hold your tongue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I wanted to somehow articulate things the best, the most creative way. Yeah. Without, you know, offending the person I'm with. 
you know, not sending out the wrong message. Like, even, I, I keep bringing her up, but it could just be telling stories about my past. Like, yeah. I don't want to make her mad. I don't want to make, if I talk about certain situations with my friends, I don't want to make them mad. Yeah. Um. So, when it came to making the tape, you know, I looked up, I did a lot of research on, like, like exercises for your brain. And, wow, okay. And Jigsaw Puzzles was, like, recommended on mad different lists that I've seen of just expanding your, your brain activity and... It helps your memory and you know what I'm saying? So I just would like if I really, really wanted to write something, I'll just go cop a I'll go to Kmart, Righty, Dwayne Reed, and I'll just look for five hundred piece puzzles and I would go in until I finish it and then I'll try to write again. Wow. And just to see if just to see if you know, it helps me just my thoughts better a little bit. Yo, nah, that's that ass fire. <laughs> Side note, do your goddamn Googles, cause you found that shit on Google. Come on, son. Anyway, but nah, that's nah, that's that's actually super fucking dope. Like I feel like that's some shit. I, like I, I, as you were talking, I'm like, yo, this is that ass like a convenience to run around the corner. I really could just go buy a jigsaw puzzle, cause my mind gets cluttered a lot, especially yeah. like now. You know, um, I have a lot of shit going on. My brain is just everywhere on a regular basis. I've been taking trips out of the city, out of the city to to like get away. And it's like, you know, put the phone, do not disturb, put the computer down, and just, yeah. like, get into my own head, you know. Um, the jigsaw puzzle thing sounds crazy. Like, that's how she, that's how she, that, nah, that's, that's dead dope. That's dead dope. <laughs> Folks, go buy your jigsaw puzzles, yo. Co-signed by JTF. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got you got to focus, yo. Like, it was points where I would get my mother involved, because, you know, my mom's, I don't live with my mom's, but my mom's lives, like, I live in, like, a, like a like a family home, yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, even yeah. though I have my own apartment, like all I gotta do is go downstairs for a yeah, place. Yeah, same, same. You know, same. um, so my mom was like, she'll just every day see me copying these puzzles, and and to be honest, like the puzzle game is a little trash. Like if you look at my collection, like I'm doing puzzles of like fish, cat, <laughs> like cats. Like I, I I had gotten to it where I was like, you know, the best place for puzzles is really GameStop. Like you yeah. go to GameStop, you could do like dope ass like. Like Zelda pictures and, and shit like that, but then it's like everything else is trash. But my mom used to try and, you know, I guess she just w- couldn't focus. Like yeah, no matter yeah, what, yeah. it it was taking her, you know, three weeks, four weeks to just break ground a little bit. Like really, just start making pieces connect. Mm-hmm. And you know, I really, I'm proud of myself because I was able to really focus in. Yeah. And sometimes get it done in three hours, four hours. Like that's though. crazy nah yo yo you should you should do like a a, a jade tips like puzzle line son you could put yeah, sneakers on there and shit whatever you just guess, you might have just reminded mean. me i think i think that may that may be something that i uh, i throw in the merch because i definitely did see yeah. an ad for custom puzzles nah nah that's <laughs> not nah, that, that i slit son I, as i'm thinking because i'm like yeah i don't have the space i have space in like my house to do puzzles but i'm not i'm not really like a sit on the floor nigga but if we could put like a, a thing on the wall where I could just like yeah. stick the puzzle pieces to the wall, that would be fire. That would be fire. You know, yeah. I was that was tough on me too because, you know, you copy these puzzles and, you know, you don't know where the hell you're going to do it. Yeah. Like I, I had to even go to like my – because I live in like a – I live in like a mostly Jamaican neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't say like my, my neighborhood is poor, but people don't spend money in my neighborhood. So yeah. – the economy's down. Like all yeah. the stores on my block are like, if it's not a barber shop or like a hair braiding spot or a patty shop, it's a discount store. You know, it's, mm. it's ninety nine. It's three ninety nine cent stores on every block. Yeah, that's like that's, that's so, like my neighborhood too. Yes, yeah, so, and and like I copped, I copped like this table that was like the perfect size, and 
I just sit there at my, my desk, you know what I'm saying? And I got enough space to do my puzzling for a nice beverage or something. <laughs> I got my little station. <laughs> oh, that's dope. That's dope. All right. So we're wrap, wrapping it up with, with like this. Let's talk about iTunes now. So yeah. um, the project has been done clearly for a while. You mm-hmm. said you got to wait four weeks for, to, to, I mean, you got to put this yeah. shit up four weeks in advance of pre-order? Yeah. What I do, I do um, iTunes through TuneCore. Okay. Okay. Which is. Um, for people that's not familiar with TuneCore, TuneCore is like a a distribution. It's usually what people would have had to go through like a label for. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it it's like all in one. Like to be honest, you can you can sign up for publishing through the website. You could monetize your YouTube through the website. You can um, buy you up click and upload on your song for I believe like for a mixtape it was thirty nine ninety nine. You you on I think twenty five digital platforms wow. like streaming services like Tidal, Apple, Google Play, iTunes. You know, and there is a difference between Apple Music and iTunes. I've been trying to break people down because like, they like I can't find it. I can't find it. Like you got to go on iTunes. It's a different app in your phone, bro. Yeah, yeah. That shit is weird. I don't. I don't like that they do that. But never mind. Yeah. Keep going. But yeah. So it's like basically everything. Amazon, all type of stuff. And you know, TuneCore is definitely is definitely for the artists. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if you want to go through the distribution, you should definitely do that. And you get paid. You getting paid off streams. You getting paid off buys and all that type of stuff, and you should definitely, you should definitely do it. But you know, I guess they gotta make sure people not jacking people's stuff, so word, it takes a word, little bit word. of time to go up. Where is there like um, anything particular for people if they pre-order it and then they'll be getting? Um, right now I'm doing a, I'm doing a special where, um, you know, if you know, I'm pretty a personable guy, so if you pre-order the tape, I told people you send me the screenshot and like I'll mail you a pen for free. That's what's up. That's what's um, up. And actually, the the tape is on iTunes for cheaper than it will be the day it comes out. Mm. So right now, it's I, I believe the pre-order is at six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And the tape when it drops, I think it's gonna be at nine ninety nine or eleven ninety nine. The price when it comes out is up to them, yeah, but yeah. I was able to dictate the pre-order price. Dope, dope, yeah. dope. All right, man, yo. See, I want y'all to understand, son. This is a man of, and this is this is a man of intense professionalism. Y'all, y'all understand, son. Thank you, man. Yo, fuck with J Tips, son. At <laughs> J Tips, J A E T I P S. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's everything. everything. You on Snapchat too? Yeah, I'm on everything. I'm J Tips on everything. Keep it easy. Yo, see, folks. <laughs> man of implicate professionalism, son. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is the Uncle Radio Show at Uncle Radio Show. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, UncleRadioShow.com. We are part of any creative network definitely follow them 27 podcasts on the platform they're all black and brown from four countries on the planet yo fuck with it it's on creator show we out yeah this is an indie creator network podcast i did it